Pipe. Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. This week's episode, we're going to be talking about 80s movies. We made a top 10 list of our favorite 80s movies. Now, this is just any genre, action movies, comedy, horror, it's going to be all in there. So stay tuned to see what our top 10 80s movies are. And guys, be sure to check out RussLyman.com for updates on my other YouTube channels, merch, and other awesome stuff there. And without further ado, let's get into some 80s movies. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Weekly Warp Pipe. I'm your host, Russ Lyman, and with me... What's up, guys? It's NES Addict. Excellent. We are back, taking you back in time to the 80s. We're going to be talking about some 80s movies. Yeah, I can't wait to dig into this. I can't wait to see what we agree on and what we don't agree on. Right. We're doing a top 10, and we didn't show each other the list at all, so... I'm sure we're going to have some matching ones, but we'll see where we vary in the list itself. And we put them in no particular order as well. We just kind of listed them as is. So any movie came out from 1980 to 89, um, all genres just kind of did a free for all. That's right. You want to kick it off for us? I'll kick it off with, uh, you know, it's got to be on my list. And that's uh, Batman 1989. That is, oh, uh, I feel so embarrassed right now because I totally forgot about that movie. <laughs> forgot about that one. It just made the cutoff in 89. Directed by Tim Burton and it stars Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, and Kim Basinger. This is definitely uh, you know, one of my favorite Batmans. I loved Tim Burton's take on it um, because everything you've seen before that was with Adam West on the TV show. So this was such a different uh, direction. Batman wasn't as like silly and goofy. He was like, okay, this is kind of Dark, dark and, and serious gray. yeah dark and serious and uh you know it's iconic look with uh you know the all black suit with the muscle suit and the the nice bright yellow bat symbol i definitely uh you know dug that and got all the merchandise for it <laughs> yeah it yeah out. they that was that movie was crazy because they did so much merchandising that was like the first time i remember as a kid like wow they're really pushing this right right you know getting toys and then even uh um, like bed sheets or t-shirts. It was boxes. everywhere. You couldn't uh, escape it. I got a, I remember getting a, uh, a Batman cereal that came with a bank. Yeah. I have that <laughs> cereal right there. Nice. <laughs> I don't have the original one. I have the Batman returns cereal. So I have to, I have to track down a original Batman cereal for my it collection. It was just like Captain Crunch. It's pretty cheap on eBay, surprisingly. Oh, okay. So I'll have to try to pick that up. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, seeing this movie was so awesome. You know, it's uh, Michael Keaton, I think, is still the, the best Batman. He plays it. So he plays Bruce Wayne so well. And then Batman is just great. And then, of course, Jack Nicholson, you know, as the Joker. So good. Man, he was. I love Jack Nicholson in that movie. I thought he was amazing. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> That and and even the soundtrack, Prince did the uh, the soundtrack for it, and so many great hits. Uh, I have I a do, copy of that soundtrack. Yeah, is, is yeah, it I found it at a thrift store. No, it's a CD. <laughs> uh, CD. Okay, it's got yeah, bad, I dance. The bad, dance. bad dance. I don't know if I remember Bat Dance. So, if you haven't ever seen Bat Dance, the music video, watch it on YouTube. It is like the wildest, most risque. <laughs> I don't understand how they turned it into bad dance, but 
um, there's this one part where like Prince is like going under all of these girls' skirts and looking up. <laughs> I have no idea what that's <laughs> do with Batman, but it was like shocking. He's like, I got a concept for a video. Hear me out. <laughs> yeah, hear, hear me out, guys. It has everything to do with Batman. Perfect. The the more uh, song I would remember is the uh, trust song yeah. that plays during the uh, the parade. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Who are you gonna trust? <laughs> That's it. Me or the Batman? <laughs> He's at home washing his tights. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, loved it. Loved it. Nice. All right. So, what's on your list? What do you got? Okay, so I'm just gonna read them down the order. The first one I have is Gremlins. Nice. Ba, 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 da, ba. Yep. Did you have Gremlins on your list? Gremlins is on my list. Very nice. We, we have a match. We have a match. <laughs> yeah. So Gremlins were, um, as a kid, I was actually terrified of them. Um, I used to think they slept under my bed and were going to attack me. And I couldn't let any part of my body dangle off the side of the bed because I wasn't about to have a Gremlin eat my arm off, you know? So when I was little, I mean, what, it came out in 84? Yeah. So I probably saw it around... 85 86 you know i was like five years old i mean I guess we both were we're the same age and uh yeah it just terrified me so much despite gizmo's cuteness and right. despite the gremlins goofiness when you're five it's still right. scary yeah yeah i'd say so there's some you know wild scenes in it me me and the wife had just watched it last year because she's never seen it before and i was like this is a christmas movie it takes place during christmas so we gotta watch it amazing Way to trick trigger. <laughs> so what yeah, did she think about it? She she enjoyed it. She liked it. Uh we haven't watched the the sequel, you know, that that one's a little bit different, but I enjoy the uh the character of uh you know Gizmo and how everything goes down in this this small little town. Yeah. I wanna say, I believe I I read somewhere, I think they use that like this set in another movie also hmm. so you can see it like oh it's hard to notice because there's snow all over the set so it's yeah gonna... you know like the parts about it that i thought were like scary were first off the old chinese guy at the oh, beginning okay, really because like he just had a creepy like little you know i guess business where he sold all his random crap so it was right. just kind of eerie and he like kind of just looked he was old and kind of creepy and then there's like this little box with this little guy in it and you don't know what it is right the so that so that part was creepy. And then the part where he gets water on him and he starts like, ah, you know, yeah, like yeah, freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. He's freaking out because like, it seems like it's painful. I don't know if it's painful or if he's just like, if he just knows what's coming next. Right. Nervous. And he's like, oh no. Yeah. This isn't supposed to happen. So what, what I want to know is if the cutoff for not feeding them is after midnight, when does it start back? Daylight? Right. Need, and, and is it, it's uh, technically always after midnight. Right. That's true. Yeah. Cause then if it's, uh, you know, 6 a.m. and the sun is up, who knows? Maybe there's some uh, comic book that goes into the lore a little bit more. We'll have to look into it. And does it only work on what time zone he is in? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's always, yeah. Exactly. Who knows? Oh, well, all right. Going in number two on my list The Goonies. We have a match. 1989, written by Steven Spielberg. And it's got Sean Astin, Corey Feldman, Josh Brolin in it. A fantastic 80s movie. Definitely got to make everyone's list. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to love, you got to love uh, Sloth. That's right. <laughs> no pain, no pain. 
<laughs> so good. Um, yeah, I mean, this takes, it's got great soundtrack and then it's a group of kids. So, you know, growing up watching it, you could kind of relate like, all right, these kids are all hanging out. They kind of have like, you know, a club or whatever, and they want to go on an adventure and who wouldn't want exactly. to find a buried treasure, find a treasure map in your attic that your dad has like random stuff. And then it's like, all right, maybe we can find this buried treasure. Yeah. So Russ, I got to ask you, I know that you are also a huge pop punk fan like myself. Yes. Do you know what song was written about that movie? Oh, a pop punk song that wasn't. Because yeah. okay, <laughs> maybe I didn't ask the question well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there is a band from that genre that wrote a song about this movie. Do you know what it is? Oh, you know what? Yes. So now I know what you're talking about. It is the uh, the Ataris, right? It is the Ataris. That's right. Yeah, because when they released uh, So Long Astoria is the name of the uh, CD. That's it. I, I know he quotes it at the end. He's like, um, but this is my wish and I'm taking them back. I'm taking them all back. That's right. <laughs> so good. So good. What a great song, too. I actually got to meet him um, maybe a few years ago. He played a local club um, and we went to go see him in you know, it was a small club. So I got my picture taken with him. I was like, dude, I listened to you growing up. I love the Ataris. Good old Chris Rowe. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So next on my list, and I'm having a, I have a feeling we're going to have a match here. If okay. we don't, something's wrong. All right. Karate kid. Oh no, that didn't make my list. Oh, that's okay. I, I left Batman off, which is a terrible mistake. So, <laughs> but yeah, Johnny Lawrence and, uh, and Daniel son, what a great movie. Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Yep. Wax on, wax off. So many good <laughs> quotable lines. That's um, right. And, uh, and now with, uh, with Cobra Kai on Netflix, like it just brought all those feelings back. And, and now that I realized that Johnny Lawrence is actually the hero and Daniel is a real jerk. I like it even more. Right. Like there's a theory around, like if you watch the original karate kid, you're like, Daniel's kind of a jerk in this. And uh, <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. Am I, should I be rooting for the other guy? Who's really terrorizing who? He should have right. swept the leg all along. <laughs> and, you know, karate was was so big in the 80s. Karate, ninjas, like kung fu, all that stuff. So seeing this movie where it's like a, uh, you know, high school kid, you can relate to it more being a younger kid. And you're like, okay, like I want to take karate classes and like I can use them for self-defense and this and that. And what if there was a cool, you know, tournament that we can go to? Yeah. And I thought that headband was so epic too. Right. Yeah. I think I had, do I have one? I know they sell them all over. Definitely. Dude, it's so awesome. <laughs> I did buy a Cobra Kai shirt at old Navy that they had. I was like, you know what? I'll grab one. It's fine. I need, I need a Cobra Kai shirt. I need one. I definitely need one. So I did just start the the last season that came out. I'm only one episode in. I've been uh, waiting to watch it. William Zabka, man, he is like a real American hero, dude. <laughs> I love him so much. But yeah, Karate Kid, definitely, definitely a classic. All right, what's up? Well, the next one was Gremlins on my list, but we matched on that. Gotcha. All right, for me. Uh, um, or do you want to go on to your next one? Yeah, I'll just go on to my next one. Um, so we're switching, uh, switching genres. We're going an action movie predator 1987. That's a good one. Yeah. Arnold predator was scary. 
definitely was. Uh, it's the, again with that unknown because the predator can cloak. So for a while, you know, you, you can't see him in the movie. You kind of see this uh, like blurry vision of him. Cause he has his cloaking technology in the trees and stuff. And you just hear that, that creepy noise. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I thought it was so creepy. Like the way they made him like have like the dreadlocks. Right. He just was a weird dude. And his mouth opened up. Right. The big and yelling. And you're like, well, that's it. I never seen anything like that before. Yeah. And it was, uh, I thought it was really crazy how like he carried around like a bag full of skulls, like his trophies. Right. Yeah. Just kind of like a ritual or whatever. I definitely yeah. enjoyed like watching that. And I got into, you know, they, I don't know when they came out with, but they had predator action figures and I definitely picked up a few. So I don't know how far past the movie it came out. And we're forgetting something. Schwarzenegger was in that movie. Right. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That that movie has the, uh, the most epic handshake ever. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Where they, you son of a. Yeah. And their muscles are like humongous. I know it. Yeah. It's gotta be a t-shirt or poster of that somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. That was was so cool that, you know, there he, it's a normal guy. Schwarzenegger, you know, it's just like, normal army guy or whatever. And he's uh, taken on this alien from another planet. Um, and I thought it was cool how he like figured out, Oh, he's, he's tracking me by the heat. So I got to mm-hmm. smear mud on myself. Yep. It was wild. Definitely Very a good cool. time. Yeah. And I thought it was cool that his blood was like green. Right. Right. It kind of switched it up. We were like, okay, he's alien. It's going to be a different color. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool. So uh, next for me, this movie goes back to when I was very young and like kindergarten or first grade. And okay. I watched it when I had chicken pox and that was Ernest goes to camp. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So there were some, uh, there were some punk kids in that movie and they just looked so awesome. They like epitomized the eighties. Do you remember those kids that rode the school bus? Like I'm the sure troublemakers. I'm sure. I Yeah. yeah they yeah. kind of like, they kind of like, gave Ernest a hard time, but then they kind of made friends with them eventually at the end and kind of helped fight back right, against right. the people that were trying to cut down the camp to like harvest the trees. Or I can't exactly remember the storyline anymore, but <laughs> just him being silly. Yeah. Him being silly. And then those two dudes that made the really disgusting food, like feeding it to each other. Right. Right. It's definitely, definitely a good time with those Ernest movies. I feel like a lot of uh, inspiration from those had, uh, moved over to some like Nickelodeon shows and stuff like that. Yeah. And do you remember the scene where the turtles like parachuted in and like they're talking, he's like, I'm scared, Sarge. And like, we're all scared, son. <laughs> I don't think I remember that now. <laughs> I may be just making that up, but I feel like that's in the movie. <laughs> he's like, I want it to be, <laughs> I want it to be good old Ernest. I'm yep. going to take, I'm going to take a different uh, approach here. Not, not as lighthearted as Ernest, but RoboCop 1987. Yeah, RoboCop, man, you're hitting all the classics. Definitely. I mean, um, you know, growing up, most of the time, um, I'd spend spend the weekends with my dad, and he would rent pretty much action movies. So I watch a lot of action movies. So whether I should be watching them at that age, I don't know. But definitely, RoboCop was a good one. Um, you know, a cop that gets hurt in the line of duty, they bring him back. Part robot. He's out for justice. Dude, he got more than hurt. He got annihilated. Yeah, they, they shot him <laughs> up good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that was a brutal scene. 
funny enough, a little side tangent. We were watching last night, um, Bob's burger. And, um, there was an episode where Bob gets a robotic mustache, like <laughs> RoboCop. Nice. It was hilarious. And I was just thinking, I was like, that's cool that they're giving RoboCop a nod. <laughs> yeah. Oh, RoboCop. I remember, and I don't remember the name of the enemy, but there was like, uh, it's like T something, T1000 or something. That that two-legged <laughs> robot. The What's T-1000? the robot? Uh, I think it's Ed. Ed oh, something. Ed. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting two movies Ed, confused. Ed yeah. I know there's a number in there. <laughs> it might be Ed 109, whatever it was called. I just remember there's this one scene where it like falls down the stairs and it looks so cheesy looking back at it. Right, because it was basically stop motion for them to to do that, so it was a little trickery to make make it fall like that and make it look realistic and the size it was supposed to be. Right, yeah. So sure they used some some AVG and movie magic for that one. <laughs> and I did end up getting. Um, I have the RoboCop um, NECA figure that they put out. Oh, nice! It's based off of like the NES game. Same with same with Batman. I also I re- picked up that NECA figure. I regret not getting the Batman. Yeah, he's sweet because he's, you know, he's purple in all his glory. Bat, uh, Robocop's like a bluish tint to it, but it still looks pretty dope. Got the tattoo to match the Batman anyway. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. There he is. <laughs> Pixelized and all. Nice. All right. So next for me, we're going to we're going to keep it lighthearted. We're going to go with Chevy Chase and Christmas Vacation. Oh, nice. Yep. Definitely a classic. For sure. Yeah, I freaking love Christmas Vacation. I watch that like every year, sometimes his son, twice. His son Rusty is in there, Russell. Yeah, Rusty. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that movie is amazing. Uh, there's so many funny scenes. Cousin Eddie is hilarious. Um, anytime my wife asks anything, yep. she's like, where are we going to put this? I'm like, why don't you bend over it? I'll show you. And she always gives me this look like, really, again? <laughs> <laughs> I have a... Um a print my buddy tom ryan is an artist and he made a print that says uh the shitter's full and so <laughs> i gotta hang that up <laughs> he's got a power name a power <laughs> name is like where your both your names are first names oh tom ryan <laughs> tom ryan no last names for me please that's it <laughs> but yeah christmas vacation definitely is a must watch for for the uh christmas season for sure yeah, so many classic scenes in it. Him, him going down the uh, when he oils up the uh, the sled. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude! That I remember the first time I saw that. I about peed my pants. It's <laughs> like, oh my God. you're like, I gotta find a hill. Yeah, and then he ended up like in a Walmart parking lot of all places. <laughs> How the heck did he get there? Little product placement, exactly. Original. Speaking of parking lots, this one is. Uh, <laughs> Try to try to get a segue. <laughs> Where are you going, Russ? Take me. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Hey, that's also a great one. I was thinking the Circle K. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this came out in 1989. It's got Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, and George Carlin in it. Definitely, definitely a classic. Um, anytime you do um, some impersonation of Keanu Reeves, they probably take it off of from this movie where he's like whoa totally excellent (laughs) yeah yeah he was such a surfer dude in that movie for sure and then the air guitar like people have done air guitar before but this kind of like pushed it to the next level where epitomized it you could actually hear the notes and stuff that they're playing i thought that was so cool yeah i don't remember 
excellent adventure as much as I remember Bogus Journey. Oh, the Bogus Journey. Yeah, the sequel. Yeah, but, excellent yeah. adventure was there. They were um, they had to do the history v- report, so they went through time and picked up a bunch of people um, throughout the time, and then brought them to their high school and did the uh, the live report with the people. Oh, nice. Yeah, I haven't seen that one in a while, so my memory's a little fuzzy. But and they the find classic, the princesses too. A classic, nonetheless. Yeah, I don't remember it. I don't uh, remember that. Yeah, they go medieval time, and then they they try to get with the princesses, and the, their father's like, "Put them in the Iron Maiden." Excellent, <laughs> <laughs> Iron Maiden. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to go back and watch that. And My they, memories. They just did the um, the third one, Bill and Ted um, save save the music. I think it's called. Is, is it where their, their daughters are in it? Right, their daughters are in it. Yeah, I remember that. That came out maybe two years ago, I want to say. Yeah, I never saw it, but I know one of the daughters was like from something I liked. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Some movie that you didn't like. You're like, nope, not watching <laughs> this because she's in it. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I, I did like. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. I did it enunciate. <laughs> All right. What's next on your list? All right. So we're going back to, I think it's 83, Return of the Jedi. Oh, nice. Star yeah. Wars. Yep. Yep. I loved when I was little, I had a terrible Southern accent. I call it Star Wars. <laughs> nice. Yep, Star Wars. But um, I like that one because I like all the fighting in the trees and yes. I love the Ewoks. Wicket was the man. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, the play sets that they came out with that, with the trees and stuff were, were very cool. I remember Ewok village. I remember finding um, um, what were they curtains with with the uh, Return of the Jedi stuff all over it. That was at um, one of the thrift stores I was at. But yeah, merchandise, of course, you had to get your plush Ewok. <laughs> That's right. It was a must. <laughs> Definitely a good one. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars, m- my wife's not super into Star Wars. So she's like, eh. I think she might have seen them like all once, but it was like, eh, I'm good. The original three are for sure the best. Right. Classics. It's It's hard to capture that, you know, original magic. Yeah. Yeah, but, L- Lucas just nailed him. Nice. Have you been? Have you gone to any of the uh, like Galaxy's Edge and no. stuff, Disneyland or Disney World? I don't think so. I would have remembered if I did. I've only been to Disney World like once, and that was like 2007. So maybe, yeah, maybe it wasn't completed. We we just went to Disneyland and went there, um, and then we got to go into the uh, cantina and actually hang out. So nice. That was, that was pretty sweet. I enjoyed that. I didn't enjoy the blue milk that I tried, though. That wasn't good. No. <laughs> I was like, blast. I guess there's green milk as well that has a different flavor, but I just wasn't enjoying it. I didn't like it. He drinks the blue milk in um, one of the newer movies. Did you ever see the uh, the parody where they do the bad lip reading? And it's like yeah. a chicken duck woman thing waiting for us. No, anyway, talk about drinking blue milk. I'll send it oh, to you. Okay. <laughs> nice. All right. Moving on. Um, this is definitely a fun one. The sequels, eh, not so much, but the never ending story, 1984. Oh man. I forgot all about never ending story. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. This kid goes to, uh, you know, library and picks up this book. And uh, hides away in school and uh, starts reading it. And it's this awesome story about adventure and the nothing. 
Yeah, that, it was so epic. Like Falcor and like the rock monsters, and I don't know what those are called. I can't remember the rock monsters. Yeah, uh, it's been a but while. They, yeah, they looked so cool. Like there were so many special effects in that movie. I want to say I don't know if Jim Henson's puppet people did like the rock monster and stuff like that or not. They probably did. They probably had something to do with it. But Falcor was awesome, and my dog looks like Falcor. Nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely that. And Anne, betray you. Betray you. <laughs> yeah, dude. We got one of the most epic death scenes imaginable. Someone someone actually did a cosplay of that death scene. They walked around um, dressed up and they had like just the horse's head and they would put it on the ground and then pretend like he's sinking. And I was like, wow. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> uh, you know oh. what? I never knew. Here's a fun fact. At the end of the movie, you know, everything is falling apart and he realized like he's part of the book or whatever. And she's like, you just have to name me um, to save save the world. I have a reborn. And she's like, just yell out my name. I never knew what the heck he was yelling out. Like, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was just supposed to be like gibberish and you just interpret whatever name you think you wanted to give her. Huh. But it's not. It's an actual oh. name. That's wild. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure he yells. It's it's like Moon Child. I think it's like a like a 70s name or whatever. Moon, moon baby, Moon Child, something like that. That's what he's yelling. Moon Child. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, there's your fun fact. Very cool. All right, you ready for the next one? Yeah. Rocky Part Four. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm actually going to Philly this weekend. Nice. So I'm going to go check out the Rocky uh, statue and all that. Love the montage in that movie. Just freaking the uh, the Russian that he has to fight. Man, that right. guy's so freaking ripped. Like, you just, you just don't think there's any way Rocky's going to be able to win this. Well, I like yeah, how they show the different training where he's doing all these advanced, like, state-of-the-art stuff. And, and the other Rocky's guy's, like, picking like, up logs. Punching meat. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> state-of-the-art facility and this guy's working out at barn right <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna win dun, dun, dun. yeah definitely a classic you know all the rocky movies there but that one definitely enjoyable what you got next russ gotta add some horror on here i chose friday the 13th part three in 3d this is 1982 now i chose this one because this is the first appearance with Jason wearing the iconic hockey mask. Nice. The first one is his mother's doing the killing and you only see him as a boy. And the second one, he's just wearing a bag over his head. Yep. So the third one, he finally finds the, uh, the hockey mask and then it's there on out. So I figured that one was a, a staple to put on there. Heck yeah. That's iconic for sure. Yeah. And it was in 3d. There's all the gimmick back then. That it's always is, cooler. If it's in your face. <laughs> that is scene where, he had a, a bow and arrow and he shoots the arrow and it goes through the person's head and their eye like comes out of the uh, camera or whatever. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and they showed how they did it. Like they put the arrow on like a string so it would like follow. Right. Or whatever. It's was that neat. on the movies that made us? Maybe. Yeah, I think it was. I'll have to watch that. <laughs> that's freaking sick. Nice. All right. You ready for the next one? This one might be on both of our lists. Okay. 
Back to the Future Part Two. Oh, nope. I have Back to the Future Part One. Gotcha. Yeah, I liked Part Two. I liked all the futuristic stuff. It was. Yeah, I mean that one definitely is great because uh, I have I have a hoverboard. Yeah. Can I? Where is it? Can you see it? There's the hoverboard yeah, over there. The, the hoverboard's amazing. <laughs> like, how cool is that? And the and the Nikes that strapped on. Right. The shoes. The jacket that self-adjusts. I have the hat. I bought the hat. That's kind of you know the multicolor hat. And wasn't Jaws the Nintendo game in that? No, there was Jaws like 27 that came out. Like okay, as the theater thing. He, he, I feel like he goes in this. He goes inside this like little restaurant, and there's something in the front window. I don't know. I thought it was like old video well, games. He, or- well, he was playing uh, Wild Gunman. Yeah, and the, that, and the kid's like, oh, I got it to work. And he's like, let me show you, kid. And he shoots in. They're like, oh, you got to use your hands. It's a baby's toy. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but I do like how they go back to the first movie in yeah. the second one. So that was kind of neat to see how different scenes played out yep. in it. But yeah, I mean, Back to the Future definitely is my favorite movie. I, ha- I have a flux capacitor in the background as well somewhere back there um i hope to one day own a delorean we'll see i was about to say rushing you to delorean you the car a, guy definitely a goal so we'll we'll see if i can snag one up there they will be releasing a new delorean this year at pebble beach in california uh they're gonna unveil it um my wife had showed me like just the tail light at the back end of it so i was like so- oh like this is gonna be like for consumers to buy yeah as, as far as i know like it's a new like a 2022 or 23 so or whatever. So it's, it's not like a one-off thing. They just made it. They're just going to, you can right. actually buy it. That's I'm pretty sick. sure. Pretty sure. I think That's... it might be electric too. Cause it said something about like Tesla, like lookout or whatever, like throwing shade. Wow. <laughs> wow. The DeLorean's going to take us to the future. We'll see. That's amazing. So, sorry. So the last one on my list, we got a classic comedy right here. The Burbs 1989 with Tom Hanks, Carrie Fisher's in it. Bruce Stern. Have you seen like that I've, one? I feel like I've seen it, but so, I, I definitely don't remember it. So Tom Hanks lives on this like wholesome street. Um, and these people move in across the street from him and they're doing like some shady stuff in the basement and you see like lights flashing and like they keep trying to figure out what they're doing. They think they're hiding bodies down there and all this like weird stuff goes down and it's just hilarious. Cause, um, it has Corey Feldman in it too, as well. He's like one of the neighbor kids. Of course he, it does. And he loves just coming outside and watching Tom Hanks and the other neighbors like investigate on this house. It's like trying a to figure show. out what's going on. Yeah. And it, you know, it has that total eighties vibe and like, you're like, well, what's going on? Are these people doing bad stuff? Like so great. Tom Hanks, definitely like peak, like hilarious. I'm going to have to find this and watch it. Yeah. Me and the wife watched it. Um, last year and, and she enjoyed it you know it's good ha- halloween movie you know kind of kind of spooky not really scary scary but it's a good one more the mystery of what's happening right right and how silly the characters themselves are getting into these situations i mean i can't wait to dig into that one that's going to be one i have to check out soon so we can talk about it more but yeah all right i have two left how many you got left russ that was it <laughs> All right, so so we'll hit both mine. Okay. First one, we're going to go with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Nice. Yep, definitely classic 80s for sure. Yeah. High school kid. Yep, school. high school kid. <laughs> I always loved Cameron and the Detroit Red Wings jersey. I thought that was awesome. 
But uh, yeah, that was that. There's so many classic moments in that movie. Uh, I, one of my favorite parts is where they're staring at the at the painting in the Chicago Museum, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And Cameron just is like, he just looks like he's zoned out. I love it. So that's my first one, and we'll end with this one. E. T. E. T. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Classic one. Reese's Pieces. E. T. Yep. Yeah, E.T. totally freaked me out as a kid, just like Gremlins. But um, in the 90s, there became this trend, and maybe even in the late 80s, actually, there was a trend on on uh, Thanksgiving Day. Okay. At like 8 o'clock that night, they would show E.T. And I remember watching it a little bit later in life, and I was yeah. like, oh, man, this is actually amazing. Like, I loved it. I, I haven't love, seen it in quite some time, so I'd like to go back to it. I'm, I'm sure my wife hasn't seen it. So <laughs> I, I love um, one of my favorite scenes is when they're walking around their neighborhood and it's still twilight. It's still like plenty of daylight left in the day. You know, they, they kind of started kind of early doing yeah. trick or treating and uh, you see E.T. and he walks by somebody dressed up like Yoda. And it's so cool. Yes. And it's and did you know it went full circle? So in uh, episode Two, I want to say when it, it shows like all these different people in the debating thing that they're having, there's like ET characters in it. So it's oh, like, canon. Wow. so you're like, Oh, okay. ET is part. He recognized Yoda because he's part of the star Wars. universe. Oh my God. I, I don't remember that. But that's amazing. Yeah. So that was kind of neat. And I know they changed something too in the later releases of ET. I believe the cops had guns. And they took the guns out and put like flashlights in their hands or oh, something weird. like that, or walkie talkies. I forget something weird where they were like, Oh, let's change this. Yeah. So I'll, yeah. Have, to get, I'll have to get it on uh, VHS to make sure it's uh, original. <laughs> One of the scariest parts in that movie to me was when he's in the closet dressed up like a girl. Yes. And he, he comes out. Yes. Looks so weird with that oh, wig yeah, on with the wig. And he's like <laughs> screaming. Ah! That's early uh, Drew Barrymore, right? I was, yeah, very young Drew Barrymore. And the other part that I thought was really creepy was when he was all white and he was, and, and like Elliot's like, we're dying. And fun fact, my middle name's Elliot. There so you I go. was like, nice. Elliot. <laughs> but yeah, that's my 10. Nice. Yeah. So those are our top 10s. We're curious to see if, uh, you know, any other ones would have made your list. You can leave them in the comments or reach out to us on uh, social media. We'll definitely do another one of these. Maybe we can also niche down like top eighties action comedy. And we want to do nineties as well. So definitely more to come every Saturday, 7am we're on iTunes now too for, for the podcast or Apple podcast, whatever it is. So we're on there, Spotify, YouTube, and a few other places. So hopefully the podcast is growing and hopefully you guys are enjoying it coming back weekly check out the weekly warp pipe i've been russ lyman and my host and he is addict excellent guys so have a great one and uh keep your world fun bit by bit peace out